and welcome back to another episode of the Business is Pleasure podcast with yourself, co-owner, co-founder of the Clarendon Trading Company, John L. Francis, and my little lady, my booth thing, Colette Monique Liebert. Um. Okay, so just to be clear, I'm also the co-owner and the co-founder. Oh, why did you say that? But, but, I don't know why you left off. But, but I think they kind, of think they kind of knew that already. When I'm saying co-founder, co-owner, they well, kind of put two and two together. Don't make assumptions, okay? So anyways, Colette, how's it going? Let's get started. That's it? Don't make it happen again. My bad. See, she's my boss, guys. Like, my bad. All right? Don't reprimand me or like write me up or anything. Later, later. Okay. What? No, no, no later. I don't want to no. know. I don't want to embarrass you. So. No, no later. All right, guys. What's going on again? So the first way we always start, the way we always start our podcast off is, how was your week been? How was your week? My week was great. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. What's going on? Don't mind. Babe, I've got to get comfortable. Like, Can you just go on? Please stop. So my week was good. Um, pretty, <laughs> pretty busy trying to get ready for our events because we had kind of like a small break from our events. Like we had one in early June and then we didn't have another one until this past weekend. Yeah. So a lot of our stuff was just like selling, selling, selling online. Mm-hmm. We were kind of low, to be honest, mm-hmm. so I think both of us kind of made it a priority this week to get as much stuff as possible. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which we did, so that was good. Our event was good. We'll get into that a little bit later. And then, yeah, this week, I think I was pretty productive. I got a lot of stuff done. Um, I did a lot of, like, social media stuff that I've been putting off for a pretty long time, but I did it, so I'm yes, proud what'd of myself. you do? I posted a lot of the articles... Yes, yes, you've been saying that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I um, did a lot more for my, like, personal uh, Facebook, mainly. Mm. Like, I focused a lot on my personal Facebook to make sure that, that was... Can you stop doing that? No, it's fine. No. No, it's I want to do No, I don't keep doing that. Why do you treat me like I'm a bad kid? Because <laughs> you are. <laughs> what? You can't just take my toy away. Because of course you are. Okay, but go on. Okay, yeah, so um, I focus a lot on my personal Facebook, my personal Instagram. Not as much on personal Instagram as of yet, um, but I'm more so focused on Facebook to kind of just put out a little bit more information. I posted um, our articles on my personal Facebook mm-hmm. through a bunch of groups and stuff like that. I also am leading up to posting our podcast as well on my personal Facebook. So I just did a lot of work in reference to that. So that was good. What about you? Um, for myself, I had a pretty decent week. Um, I had my exam that come um, that came up, and I was kind of disappointed about that. I don't think it went well, but I'm gonna hope for the best, and yeah. we'll, we'll we'll see that it worked out. I kind of like um didn't go as hard as I should have on my personal stuff. That's why I think I, that's why I believe I don't think it worked out as well as as I would like. But again, we'll wait and see. Um. For the most part, yeah, I had a good week overall. Like, I had work. We had a long weekend in Canada, so it was kind of a short week for us last week. And, yeah, we had the opportunity to go to Ottawa again, one of our favorite events, well, personally mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the more I go to Ottawa, the more I'm kind of, like, getting more attracted to it, liking it a bit more and everything. And because it's a place where it's not as big as Toronto, we could tell that the vintage markets there are starting to like really be developed and people like always gravitate to our stuff so that makes me like it even more you know so so for that aspect i don't mind at all yeah um but one thing i think about this week that made me realize 
was that um, we kind of have to be like a bit more careful in regards to like just curating for events yeah. just to ensure that like, hey, like, do we have the appropriate products? And I think we had the appropriate product for this past season, mm -hmm. for this past weekend, but we had it for the wrong season. But see, the thing is, it's a little bit hard because I think we kind of got caught up in like our online sales. Mm -hmm. So for example, like crewnecks, windbreakers, t-shirts, shorts, they've been doing well online. Yeah, for sure. So we kind of assumed that we could go to the event with kind of the same mix of mm -hmm. items. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not to say that it didn't work. It still yeah. did work, but I think we would have done even more, even better, even more better, even mm -hmm. better if we had like more summer specific things and I think um, a little bit of a downfall for us was the fact that the event was located it wasn't an outdoor setting but it was kind of outdoors like it had like an open doors kind of open a feel an, outdoor, an feel. outdoor feel you know yeah. like lots of big big windows so people were generally shopping they were a little bit hot to begin with mm. so they're not going to be like yeah let me get ready for fall and try on this like winter jacket mm -hmm. or windbreaker you know what i mean yeah when they're already like quite warm and like realistically like your average person isn't like a style for forecaster like your average person isn't shopping for like three to six months from now oh no like your average no. person shopping for right now like they're like oh i'm going out this weekend what can i what can i find mm -hmm. you know what i mean whereas like the people that we kind of interact with through our businesses they're like yeah i'm getting ready for fall i'm getting ready for winter in like august or in july yeah, because sure. like that's when you can get the best deal on winter stuff when it's out of season so no definitely yeah. and um i think as well too is like a lot of people they're like opportunist shoppers so like if, if someone sees like a jacket on a cold day and they don't have one they'll snatch a jacket up you yeah. know but it's like we didn't have as much inventory that would have been relevant for this season so it kind of limited us on how much we could interact with people and how much people would actually buy from us yeah so like I did like though how we went about it because then we implemented our whole little um what what's that thing that we had on the floor? Our, oh, our, we have some little promotion. We're right? doing this uh we've been doing it for a couple of events now mm -hmm. and it's actually been working pretty good. So at the beginning of the event we have like just kind of like dead stock stuff, stuff that isn't really moving very much for us. We've mm -hmm. had it for like more than like say like three months or so. Yeah. Uh we basically put it in we spread it out on this like pretty big arrangement on the floor like a tarp or whatever yeah like that. a tarp on the floor and we do like usually one for 15 or two for 20 mm -hmm. so it's pretty good like you can get like two pairs of like vintage levi's denim shorts mm -hmm. for 20 bucks which is a yeah. good deal right yeah but but for us the profit margins aren't the best but it's really good because it allows the customer to feel as if like they're getting a, a good deal which they are which they are and they're getting and, something of value yeah and it allows us at the same time to get rid of a inventory that's been around for a bit longer yeah. than we'd like yeah so like i think overall it's a win-win and like with this past event it was nice though because it allowed us to more so like practice on being like hey by the way how are you doing today but this promotion is going on as well too right mm -hmm. so it allowed us to at least like do those things as well and made us again realize like hey like we should be more specific on the items that we're going to be bringing because the stuff that we bought we brought was was like totally fire but like 80 percent of it was like more so fall slash winter yeah that would have been that like, been, like perfect. one customer came up and was like <laughs> What did she say? She was like, oh, is this like their fall winter collection? I was like, oh my god. <laughs> We're like, no. Oh my god. Well, yes, but not no. only. Like, no. But no. yeah. So yeah, we've been doing that kind of promotion for the majority of our events to kind of just move product and also move a lot of stuff that we may not necessarily have, have had it for an extended period of time, but mm -hmm. it's stuff that 
people don't like buying online like for example like as a shopper like i usually won't buy something that's fitted online so mm -hmm. like i won't buy like levi's denim shorts usually because i know for the most part like i'm either gonna have to get them altered a little bit or a lot mm -hmm. so i would rather the have the ability to try them on so i can know okay do i just need to like get the sides taken in or does this do these shorts not even work at all you know what i mean so like i think having that little promotion for not necessarily items that we've had for an extended period of time because like levi's shorts a lot of times we don't have them for that long yeah, yeah, yeah. but it is good to move certain products that doesn't necessarily move as easy online yeah most yeah. definitely most definitely yeah especially like some items that maybe have like small deficiencies that allows us to like speak to the customer and be like hey well, this has this yeah just like offer you a better out. price about it mm -hmm. or you know, just take it as is. Yeah, it still needs love want. too. Still needs love too. Exactly, and then also in reference to that little promotion that we do, we also have um, a fill a bag deal at at like the last like two hours of most events we do this. So we have like like medium to I'd say medium plastic bags, mm -hmm. and um, whatever you can fill into the bag, which is like you should be able to fill a lot if you like roll it up. Yeah, at least like five to seven things I would say. Yeah, for sure. Depending, depending on, on the, the size. Item. Yeah, depending on the size. So we do fill a bag for twenty five, and a lot of people really like that as well. Yeah, for sure, right? And again, it's like we're bringing value to the customers because like they're getting an amazing deal for all these small items, mm -hmm. and it's good too, right? Because sometimes it's like resellers that come around us, mm -hmm. and they can find like. Item for a really good price and then they can flip it to their clientele as well, too, right? Yeah. So overall, we're just trying to you know give back like Chris Kringle um, <laughs> um, um, so like Since we're since we're we passed the halfway point mm -hmm. for our business now I think it's important that we kind of like take a look back the last six months and what are some things that you really didn't like that we didn't with the business and what are some things that you think worked really well? Because I think like six months is a really good test period. So it gives us ideas like, okay, like what worked for us for the first half of the year? Yeah, I think um, the one thing that can stick out to me that I didn't necessarily like, I would say, is um, just like a little bit, some of the areas that we were a little bit like stagnant in. So I think like we were using our need or excuse for perfection as like a reason to not do certain things sorry sorry guys so i have this quote that i coined and mm -hmm. it says perfection is an excuse not to get anything done and i think that's what you were trying to imply right yeah exactly like for example with our social media and our marketing and stuff i felt like a lot of the times we were like no we can't do this because you know our, our website needs to be perfect mm -hmm. or or our Instagram needs to be perfect, or mm. our our uh, Facebook needs to be perfect. Mm. But it's like realistically, we're not we're not in a market where people are requiring perfection. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like we're like if you're in if in, in a different industry, like say you're in like the makeup industry, or like I don't know a certain area in like high fashion or something where like people expect things to like aesthetically look like, a so certain pristine way. And perfect and yeah, but we're in vintage clothing, like. We like hop through piles of like basically like like not garbage, but we hop through piles in a warehouse for our clothing. Like it's not like we like people don't expect the clothing to be perfect. Mm -hmm. So like why do we expect our presentation of it to mm -hmm. be perfect? And I think I mean? that was our issue before because yeah. we were trying to like compare our company to something that wasn't, which was yeah. like a high end company, company that's been around for a hundred years. Yeah. Like you know, and I think like the last six months kind of made us realize like we don't need to do everything perfectly because we work on trial and error. 
okay, let's say we can, I'm not saying that we can just throw anything out there, but I'm saying that like, let's throw it out there, see what works and what's not, we'll cut off the fat, and then we'll like, you know, we'll, we'll make sure it's better for next time, you know? And at the end of the day, regardless of like your own perceptions or like feelings towards something, mm -hmm. the market's going to tell you whether it's working or not. 100%. So like you may put something out there that you think is perfect and the market may not like it. Mm -hmm. So if the market doesn't like it and it's not generating you profits or sales, then it's, it's not, it's not beneficial at all. It doesn't matter if it's perfect, no, you know? So like at the end of the day, like I think that's, that was one of our biggest barriers in like the first half of this year. And I think like in the past like two months or three months maybe even, like we've kind of like gotten a little better and like worked towards kind of like getting over that. But I think in the next half of the year, we'll, we're gonna have a lot more like movement and a lot more growth just simply based off of the fact that we're not so stagnated by our own need for perfection. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of cool too, because like what made me kind of get over the idea like, oh, everything needs to be perfect was just like, again, I'm not an original, I'm not creative, I just like to look at other people's stuff and just copy them. So it's like when I see other more successful companies, whether they're in our industry or like they're in parallel industries like ours, doing like just quick, straight to the point things, it's like, why are we worried about like trying to have a whole director, writers, yeah. and like everyone like done up till a nine in makeup, and I think, and I we think, should be doing what works for our clientele. Yeah. And I think like that's one of our major issues. We're more so concerned about like what we think looks the best it's like what does the client want what does the client want that too and i think also maybe in the year prior or months prior we were very caught up in like our own head and we were almost like not like self-sabotage but we kind of like had this view that like people would be so critical of like whatever we're doing or like people would look at ourselves and be like oh this looks like like we just like I, I feel like we thought of ourselves bigger than what we actually were. Because realistically, like, if we put something out, we're going to look at it, scroll past. Like, no one's really going to, like, take time out of the day to be like... Like, yo, fam, did yeah. you see their stuff? Yeah. Yo, their page is swag. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, like, we're... N I don't want to say we're nobody, because that's not really a nice thing no, to no, say. No, but, but, but like, you know in, what I'm saying. But, like, I, but I think in the reality of it, I wouldn't say that we're nobody. We're not in a position to feel as if one error is going to be so detrimental that we can't make another move. Not even that. We're not in the position to, like, garner so much attention. Like, mm -hmm. we're not in the position for people to really even care that much. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if we put out something that, like, say wasn't perfect and we weren't, like, 100% happy with it, it's not like the world's going to stop and people are going to be like, did you see that? These guys? Yeah, yeah. like, no yeah. one's going to do that. They're going to be like, oh, okay, that was mediocre. Scroll past. Like, whatever. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And then you do better the next time. So I think... Like, we were just way too caught up in our own, like, egos, I guess I could say. And we, we thought, like, just too much into it. You know? No, no, definitely, definitely. And I think, like, going forth in the other next six months that's going to happen within this year, we constantly have to, like, keep that in the back of our minds and understand that, like, yo, let's not get caught up in this idea of perfection because one, it's not real. And two, our clients are not asking for that. Our no. clients are not asking for us to be perfect. Like, no. they understand that, like, this is just like an e-commerce business that they like the stuff mm -hmm. and like and that's what we got to focus on like yo what does the customer want let's not focus on like what do we think is cool what do we think is nice how should we present it we should always be like yo like how how would our customer like for us to talk to them yeah or like, see know? or how would they like to see our product how would they like to shop for our product yeah how would they like to interact with us like that's that's basically it it's not honestly it's not it's really not that complicated it, it, it's not but i think like sometimes what makes it so complicated is when you kind of have um two viewpoints 
you kind of have your owns and then when you and then you also have the market to do point as well yeah and our problem is is that we're constantly looking at our owns instead of focusing on what's the market viewpoint because the market doesn't care what you think to be honest exactly it, the market does not care at all and as we just said we mm -hmm. just need to eliminate our perspective mm -hmm. and just think about what the market wants and when you do that it's not hard at all yeah because like when you say it like that it's like we kind of had our head up our asses yeah we did we're like yo like nah we know what we're doing it's like no the market will tell you you don't need to do more or less just focus on the market yeah just literally focus on the market yeah. okay so like okay let's so let's stop beating ourselves up for two seconds and you know like so what did you like what we did for the first six months can i start this this portion off if you don't mind okay so for me personally one thing i was really excited about just the other day um i was looking at some of our goals that we had written down and one of them was a was a um a monetary amount hoping that we'd pass that blew that out the water blew that out the water already halfway through the year that's that's one and then the second one is just um how often we've actually been going on tour for because we were only supposed to do one event a month and already I think we're maybe at mid-20s mm -hmm. so we're supposed to have 12 for the whole year mm -hmm. and we're already at like 23 22 yeah. so like that I really like because that's us listening to the market that's mm -hmm. us realizing like hey like these events are working for us let's constantly go to them mm -hmm. and let's do more and more and more and do bigger and bigger mm -hmm. and it's kind of cool too because like I have this like little joke that I'm saying is that like we're at the point where we do so much traveling and touring. We tour more than like more. We tour on average. We tour more than like your average like hip hop artist in Toronto. We're artists, babe. We're virtually artists. Look how often we're touring. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Like we're global. You like kind of started laughing at your own joke before you even said the punchline. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know, because like, it's that funny. I couldn't hold it. It was, it was like. It was like a seven. Don't do that, babe. Honestly, it was funnier last night. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. Um, Don't do that. So I would say my high point for the year, or like halfway point of this year so far, would just be like how we've been interacting with our market a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Like I felt like when we first started this, like we were kind of like little fish in a big sea. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like no one really knew about us. We didn't really know about anyone else. Like... We were just kind of trying to get our bearings within the market community, sorry, the uh, vintage community, which I feel like we've successfully done. Obviously, there's still a lot of a lot more growth and a lot more that we can do still. But I think one thing that I am proud of is that, like, when we go to events, like people remember us. People are like, "Oh, we're at this event. Yeah, I remember. I saw you there." Like, we're like building like like re reoccur reoccurring and like frequent customers which i think is really good mm -hmm. people will come back to us and be like hey like i was looking for you at this event where were you like yeah, oh yeah. sorry we were at another event like you know like people yeah, are actually I, I like are actually like searching for us or like when i'll go and meet up with a, a customer that say bought something online i'll be like yeah here's our card like follow us on instagram they'll be like oh i already follow you i asked first saw you at like the toronto vintage clothing show for mm -hmm. example or whatever you know so it's a good feeling just to know that we're building like a client base and we're building, you know, frequent customers that are returning to us and, you know, always asking for whatever products we're supplying. At and it's kind of so. crazy that you bring up the whole idea of returning customers because there's like this principle, I forget what it is, it's like 80% of your sales are going to come from 20% of your customers. So it's kind of nice to see that like we're taking the time to build that client base because without them, we're not going to be able to have a successful business. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing that's... That, that like really hit me as soon as you said that we're building our client base 
-hmm. Like they didn't just come out of nowhere. No. This isn't like a get rich quick scheme. This mm -hmm. doesn't happen in a year. This doesn't happen in two years. Yeah. We're about to do our three year anniversary. And it's kind of nice just when you look at the contrast to how the business was like three years ago up until this point. Way different. There were points where we were both like, why are we even doing this? Like there's no point. Like we're getting like X amount of sales in this amount of time. Like is this even worth it? Yeah. But now we're at the point where we're like, hey, like hopefully this ki this can be our careers now. This can be the business that we pass on to our kids or something like that as well too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of nice that like we've reached a point where like we're growing within the business and we're growing with the business. And I think like once you put things into perspective in that aspect, it really changes a lot. Like sometimes when I think about the business and I'm like, I'm trying to create something that I'm going to pass down to my kids. Like it ups the ante in terms of like the level of attention and the level of effort I put into it. You know what I mean? Because it's something tangible now that I can actually pass on. And I want to be able to pass on something that's growing and that's profitable mm -hmm. and that's building on itself. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know, it's just like another yeah. thing to take into consideration. Yeah. And if you kids are watching this like 30 years from now, you better fucking enjoy what we did for you guys, all right? Okay. I'm joking, we love you guys, all right? <laughs> okay. Okay. Because you know how kids can be like really ungrateful nowadays, you know what I mean? Okay. So you gotta let them know. Yeah. Freaking kids. Um, so speaking of our halfway point, mm -hmm. going into the next half of the year, what do you think are some of our goals for the fall? Or what, do you think, what are your um, goals for the fall? For fall, I really want to focus on literally pumping money into marketing so like we know that we have the marketing system down now so yeah. to keep that system going we just have to facilitate it with money so like a lot of money pumped into ig um giving away a lot of free products mm -hmm. more so the vintage stuff you know <laughs> uh, giving away a lot of vintage clothing so we can help with um promoted promotions through influencers yeah. a lot of facebook ads a lot of facebook marketing as well so i really want to focus this next six months on to just being every and anywhere yeah you know what i mean i i want people to be able to like really know us and the good thing about gary v what he says though he says um the good thing about the internet right now is that instagram and facebook marketing they're really cheap but i don't think that should stop us from doing maybe like some print ads not as much but just a few maybe if we got like some posters posted them downtown or something like that you know what i mean just to try to do because remember like a lot of times where we are online other parts of our audience may not be there because maybe they don't have access to those things or maybe they just don't know you know what i mean so like Absolutely, i'm because yeah. i'm sure like there's a reason why like people still do print ads of course it's probably not as successful yeah. but it's still relevant to a certain degree you know yeah i'm not saying that we like put like 10 percent of our marketing there but like you know we'll try something we'll put a I couple hundred say, bucks i, I bucks. would say that it would it would make more sense to do print ads if it was in relation to like a specific event so mm -hmm. for example i don't know somewhere where our demographic is so let's say we went to the toronto beer market that they always have every year and we handed out like flyers for like our website or like our... Oh, we paid someone to be like, you'll handle these flyers for us at this event. Yeah, what, you know what I mean? Whatever the case what, may whatever be. Whatever it is. Whatever but it has it is. to be very targeted. I don't mm -hmm. think it would be beneficial to us to just go downtown and, like, hand out random things anywhere mm -hmm. or, like, put signs up. Because, like, realistically, like, who reads that? And when I, I'm walking downtown and someone gives me something, like, on occasion, mm -hmm. I'll take it just to be polite. And I usually just fold it up and put it in my purse and mm -hmm. then throw it away, like, a month later. I'm not saying that I know how we'd use print ads. But what I'm saying is that there's still some relevancy with using them. So if we can find a unique way 
to use them to allow us to like get our name out there more to focus on our branding and things like that like why not you know yeah no like, i never said that it wasn't yeah, relevant that, that, that's all i'm saying like the example i gave maybe that wasn't the best but like for instance like let's say like we talked to like one of those like local newspapers and they're like okay um we'll pay like a hundred dollars to put our ad in there for like for the next like month or so or whatever you know what i mean and if they have like 2,000 readers a month or whatever, I think that could be beneficial. I don't think it's gonna be as successful as Facebook or Instagram marketing, but I think for branding, for like putting your putting yourself in different places, I think that's always important. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but I think it's something that we should do on like a trial and error basis, like yeah. we do everything else. Yeah, 100%, I'm not, I'm not, to be honest with you, I don't even know if we should do it or not, but I think it's something that, it, I don't think we would be sad of losing $200 over print ads and like you know what I mean trying to do something no we wouldn't but like we'd have to do it in a strategic way obviously like yeah, of said. course but that's any marketing right I wouldn't want to just go right now on Facebook and just press click and start doing Facebook ads now we'd have to sit down and figure out target audiences and all that stuff right that's anything right I'm not saying tomorrow like yeah let's just do this like like come on don't do that to me don't do that okay don't do that um so I would say my goal for fall is similar to yours to be honest I just I, can you have your own goal please honestly you went first so you took my but you went first last time I didn't take your I didn't take your stuff yeah, so, so you I'm didn't supposed like... to just change up my goal just because you no, said like, it no like just be creative like come up with your own goal that, I'm the one that steals stuff you don't steal ideas that was my goal I steal ideas okay go on okay so my goal is yeah dude anyways my goal is to focus on our marketing um but in reference to that I want us to get really good at Having an understanding of how we can market not only Clarendon Co, but market ourselves for mm -hmm. the betterment of our business. Mm -hmm. And I think we've talked about this before, but I think like there's ways that I can market myself that will bring attention and generate money for Clarendon Co and vice versa. Same with you. You know what I mean? Like I think we haven't really capitalized off of each other as much as we should. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like we don't our own personal brands yeah we don't use our own personal brands to um promote the business as much as we should i personally feel like i could even like not even like online marketing but i can even just like talk about clarendon home more mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. whereas those situations that i get in when i just don't necessarily bring it up but i could you know what i mean so i just want to get more comfortable at showcasing what it is that i do every day a little bit more You've been doing this for like three years. You're not comfortable with that yet. I am, but I'm not. But like, I'm not a. I'm not like a showy person. Like, I'm not the type of person to be like, look at my life and like come walk along. But, my but days why do you me. feel as if like you have to be that type of person though? Because of the time that we live in. I, like, I'm I'm building a business. I'm mm -hmm. trying to get people to look at me, bring attention towards me, bring attention towards my business. I can't, I can't do that by sitting in a corner and being quiet. No, I think that's, I think that's very true. But at the same time, if you're not that type of person to be like outspoken on social media, to be like so flamboyant and like, like crazy or whatever, you don't have to force yourself to be that person. No. One second, one second, one second. I think you are doing that with your personal brand by simply doing this podcast. And like what you said, eventually you're going to be posting it through your own personal no, stuff. No, I right? never, but I never once said that I wanted to be flamboyant. All I said was that I just simply need to talk about it more. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like you are doing that by doing the podcast, by writing articles. By I'm just saying I could be doing it more. I don't do yeah, it as much as I could. I'm not going to be like like a character on mm -hmm. social media because I, I, that's just not who I am. Mm -hmm. But like I'm just saying when it comes to like 
my personal brand mm -hmm. and like my online presence, I can do more than what I already am doing. So that's and, and, my and, and, goal and, and, and for I the second half of the year. And I think right now, like the way your brand is going, you're probably more so focused on your business brand because like your business brand in a way is kind of like intertwining with the personal brand, right? Uh, my, my personal brand is my business brand. Right? So like, that's one thing you can also like work on as well. I think regardless, like you're going to be fine. It's like trial and error. Just try the stuff, like what we've been saying. See what works for you. See and what that's what I'm saying. Like, I just need to focus on getting a little bit more out of my comfort zone <clears throat> to do the things that, not that I'm uncomfortable with, but I don't care to do it, but I know that it benefits the business in one way or another, so I just need to get comfortable. Yeah, it benefits the business, it benefits both of us too, right? So it's like, Obviously. it kind of makes sense that we do do whatever, whatever's yeah, best. Exactly. Whatever's best. And then another thing, another goal for the second half of the year, I want to focus more on um, finding like alternative sources of uh, inventory. Mm -hmm. So like, I think that we've gotten really good at finding, um, you know, warehouses and stuff that we can get inventory for a better price mm -hmm. but i want to go back to like shopping at like things like value village and stuff like that even though their prices are a little bit more expensive it still mm -hmm. allows us to make a profit margin and get access to new things yeah most definitely like it never hurts too right it never hurts yeah. but um okay on that note was there anything else that you want to add on before we head out of here no i think that's it okay perfect all right guys thank you so much for sitting with us Hopefully we didn't bore you too much, but please don't forget to like and share so we know that you care. All right, guys, until next time.